Hello and welcome to Listen in Worship, the sermon and the hymn of the day for St Michael's and St Mary's churches for Sunday the 9th of May, the 6th Sunday of Easter. And so, although I speak, may we all listen for the God who speaks to us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. At this time of year, during Eastertide, the lectionary directs that the reading from the Book of Acts will be used. The Acts of the Apostles begins with Jesus' charge to the Twelve Apostles to spread the Gospel throughout the world. And the story continues. I suppose an overall summary of the book might be found in Acts 2. It says this, Everyone was amazed by the many miracles and wonders that the Apostles worked. All the Lord's followers often met together and they shared everything they had. They would sell their property and possessions and give the money to whoever needed it. Day after day they met together in the temple. They broke bread together in different homes and shared their food happily and freely while praising God. Everyone liked them and each day the Lord added to their group others who were being saved. We hear much too in Acts about the many miracles God worked through his disciples and the many trials and tribulations that they endured to share the good news of Jesus Christ. I want to turn this morning to the very short reading from Acts, to this place where the circumcised Jewish believers who had come with Peter were astonished that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out even on Gentiles. Surely God wasn't supposed to do that. How did that happen? Well, when these people heard Peter preach in the simplest of terms, almost reciting a very rough early version of the Apostles' Creed, Acts 10, verses 38 to 43. As they heard Peter's words, they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Well, of course, because St Paul tells us that faith comes by hearing. That's Romans 10, verse 17. And because God said in Isaiah 55, My word goes out from my mouth. It shall succeed in the thing for which I sent it. Of course, because this message carries its own power, it calls to all who hear it. Some dismiss it and some mock, but others find themselves gripped, changed from the inside out, aware of a new presence and power inside them. And these uncircumcised people have been chosen by the Holy Spirit and filled with his presence. Actually, this is the moment we have been waiting for since Jesus told his followers that they would be his witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria and to the ends of the earth. In fulfilment of his words, 
The Holy Spirit had fallen on the believers in Jerusalem in Acts 2 and in Samaria in Acts 8. Now at last, the Spirit comes on Gentiles as well, representing the ends of the earth. This must have been such an exciting moment, but it wasn't the safest of moments. The Temple Committee are already suspicious of this new Jesus movement, and the more widely the movement spreads, the more dangerous it is for those who spread the good news of Jesus Christ. But that's another story. However, Peter does not hesitate. Since the Spirit has chosen these Gentiles, then they must be baptised and welcomed too. The Spirit blows where he will. God may need to surprise, contradict, disturb us even, in order that his kingdom may come in. It is the work of the Spirit to bring order to chaos, forgiveness and healing and peace, where there is pain and distress, freedom where there is bondage, but to disturb men and women and institutions that have become so rigid and settled and stiff that they are no longer open to his promptings. We first met the Spirit of God on the first pages of our Bibles as he hovered over the chaos and as the voice of God and the power of God began to bring birth to the order we call creation. And it is the Spirit of God who still hovers over darkness and chaos, offering to bring new light and new life. In one sense, it is risky to invite the Holy Spirit into your life, because he will accept the invitation. And if you truly welcome him, and listen to him, you will never be the same again. That is true. But you can trust yourself to the hands of the God who promises to restore his image in you, who plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future, says Jeremiah 29, 11. The God whose love surrounds, holds, undergirds and covers you and always will. The God who invites you to be family, son or daughter of the Father and friend and brother or sister of Jesus, now and for all eternity. As Pentecost approaches, let us pray for the Spirit to come upon us, individually and together, again and more, so that we will indeed never be the same again, so that our churches will never be the same again, our towns and villages will never be the same again, and this world will never be the same again. I hope you enjoy listening and praying with our hymn of the day. Holy Spirit, living breath of God, breathe new life into my willing soul. 
Thank you for listening this morning. Have a good day and a great week. God bless you. Holy Spirit, living breath of God, breathe new life into my willing soul. Let the presence of the risen Lord come renew my heart and make me whole. Cause your word to come alive in me. Give me faith for what I cannot see. Give me passion for your purity. Holy Spirit, breathe new life in me. Holy Spirit, come abide within. Make your joy be seen in all I do. Love enough to cover every sin in each thought and deed and attitude. Kindness to the greatest and the least, gentleness that sows the path of peace. Turn my strivings into works of grace. Breath of God, show Christ in all I do. Holy Spirit, from creation's birth, giving life to all that God has made. Show your power once again on earth, cause your church to hunger for your ways. Let the fragrance of our prayers arise, lead us on the road of sacrifice. That in unity the face of Christ may be clear for all the world to see.